whiskey or the devil you laid me astray Over hills and mountains and to America Your sweet or stronger days and are your spunky arnerty Oh, whiskey or me darling drunk or sober Hello, Foibles fans. <laughs> Zoe and I are back today with a special little addendum to our episode number one, the Perry Mason episode. Because since that time, Zoe has crafted, like a fine cocktail, a Perry Mason drinking game that we wanted to share with you It's because it's loads of fun. Now, this is one of those drinking games where there are a lot of rules. And the, the reason is, is that Perry Mason as a series, each episode has different elements, different combinations of elements. So we had to include a lot of different elements versus if it was a standalone movie or whatever, you could just pick like three themes and and go ahead and go with those. But it's well worth the time and effort to get into the drinking game. Uh, certainly, I got soused a few times. <laughs> and uh, the rules will be in the show notes, so you can go ahead and follow along. And, you know, if you want to drop any comments in the show notes or whatever, any suggestions, any questions, be happy to hear from you. We're hoping that not only are we sharing our love of Perry Mason with you, that we might even incentivize some of you to check out Perry Mason. Oh, for sure. As a fun social drinking activity. Mom and I have, we, since we did our first episode, we've watched about, we're in the middle of the fourth season of Perry Mason. Right, and there are nine seasons. So we're getting close to, we're about a, a season's worth of episodes away from being in the middle. But, you know, because they're, what, they're about 36 episodes a season i think yeah quite a few it's interesting because it hold it's holding up so far i think it we'll see we'll, we'll report back on the last seasons of perry and see if they hold up but it's holding up really well it's very well done uh errol stanley gardner as we said in the first episode kept his finger in and actually had control over who is the author of the original oh, books thank you and the creator of all the characters exactly and he kept his uh, control over the show and his standards around uh verisimilitude as much as you can do in a show like this i would say there's a template but there's not a formula and it's very clear that he works they work very hard to vary the circumstances the types of characters who the defendant is and the only formulaic thing is that Perry always wins. Right. <laughs> and we would have it no other way. But uh, I, I, I think I would recommend it to people, especially those who have gotten the impression, if you've even ever heard of this, that it's formulaic and it's always the same. Because it truly isn't. It's not, especially as you become a connoisseur. It's like someone who drinks red wine versus someone who drinks red wine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Okay, so since... um, As we've been watching the last seasons, certain things always stand out to us, and we would comment on them. Oh, look, they're doing that again. Oh, look, here's William Hopper. Um, And so these rules sort of came out of that and came out of some of my friends coming over and watching the show with us. I think we've had three or four guests come with us and test out the rules of the game. 
and <laughs> we've uh, think we've found the right balance on how much you drink during the episode. Shall we just start laying down the rules? Go ahead. Okay. This is the Perry Mason drinking game. You drink when someone says the title of the episode. So, for example, we watched an episode that was called The Lavender Lipstick. And so they invented a lavender lipstick they were talking about, so there was plenty of drinking. But then at other times, there are titles that... uh, The Wandering Widow. Right, where they don't actually say it. Rule number two, there's a very famous actor, and... Um, as we're in kind of the heyday of Perry right now, right in the middle, it's and the show is gaining popularity and traction. They bring in even famous actors that we know that I would know. So there's an w- episode with Robert Redford. Jack Nicholson is in an early episode. So you see a few people like that, but they weren't famous at the time, right? So I guess it's a, a now famous actor. So the next rule is that you drink when somebody pours an alcoholic drink. Yes. And this is this is definitely in there for volume, because sometimes people are drinking a lot during an episode, and you don't hit a lot of the other rules, so... Yeah. Kind of pumps up the volume. Right. Well, and it's also just makes you feel like you're right there. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Clinking glasses. Those Drink. scotch-drinking businessmen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Housewives. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly right. What's the next one? Uh, the next rule is there is a Dabs Greer sighting. Oh, yeah. Now, now this is mine. And Zoe went along with it, and I appreciate that. Uh, So go online, look up Dabs Greer. And the reason that Dabs Greer is a, uh, if you drink during a sighting, is he's on these shows, not that often, but it's just so fun to keep a lookout for him because he's one of those character actors who is in tons of TV shows and and movies, and I love his name. Dabs. D-A-B-S. No, no, D-A-B-B-S. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I have not misspelled here. And you, you know, it's just great because you can just yell out, Dabs Greer! (laughs) It's Dabs! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and he's, we've seen him two or three times on the show now. Yeah, exactly. He's in the credits, so if you, if you happen to miss him and then you see his name in the credits, you drink at the credits. Right, right, exactly. But uh, you want to go on Google and look up Dabs Greer. (laughs) The next rule is... Uh, you drink when Della demonstrates sisterhood solidarity, when she's, like, sticking up for a woman, when she's like, Perry, you have to defend her, yeah. when she's, like, supporting honey, somebody. I brought you yeah. a change of clothes. Or she looks at a woman with that knowing look in her eye of sisterhood. Yeah. I mean, you'll know When it. she doesn't judge someone yeah. for their yeah. extramarital affair. Right. Yeah. And, when, and one of the things that we love about Della is that she they don't write her as one of those stereotypically stereotypical women of that time who's always jealous or always sniping at other women or whatever she's like totally secure in herself and her relationship with perry in our opinion she has a relationship with perry and so she doesn't have any problem when women flirt with perry she just gives him like a look and (laughs) like yeah i know (laughs) yeah (laughs) and that kind of thing so uh we love della because of that she's she's a feminist um, so the next rule is when Paul Drake, who is the uh, Perry's best friend, and or not best friend, but his detective. Right. Uh, Perry doesn't seem to have really that many friends. True. So, <laughs> you know, but he's, he's certainly his sidekick, cohort, whatever you want to call yeah. it. <laughs> he's there to make Perry look good and then do the legwork. Exactly. And he, he is the worst detective in the world. So we have, we actually have two. We have three Paul Drake related rules, actually. Okay, okay, so well, this should have well, gone the f- first. Okay. The first one is the first appearance of Paul Drake. First time he walks on screen. What you do is you scream in falsetto, William Hopper, which is his real name. The actor's name. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. And take a drink. And then you drink anytime Paul Drake says, 
hi, beautiful. <laughs> to Della. Which I mean, he does a lot. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, he only says it to Della. And then the last one is because Paul Drake is really one of the worst detectives ever. He's always losing the tale. He's losing the people he's trying to find. He's losing his, uh, what do you call it? His, his... The, the culprit who was following. <laughs> He's losing a suspect, yeah. He's losing the suspect. His tail. You take a drink every time he loses his suspect. <laughs> <laughs> Edge happens not infrequently. Not infrequently, no. Um, but only once an episode. Yeah, yeah, know. he doesn't do it more than once an episode. <laughs> okay, so the next rule is you, ha- you drink when a secretary is having an affair with her boss. Yes, and that... Or if if the if it's a married couple and she used to be his secretary, yeah, you you still drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you drink when anybody sniffs a piece of evidence. <laughs> Perry, he didn't, hasn't done it recently, but in the first couple of seasons, Perry was always sniffing that gun. Yeah. Uh, somehow he was stumbling on the murder scene in real time a lot, and he'd always pick something up and smell it. Usually a gun. <laughs> Like, you can tell if it's just been fired or something. Or it's a handkerchief. Sometimes there's been sniffing. But, yeah, after a while, you you start to to hope that Perry's going to sniff that evidence. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You uh, you actually drink twice if Perry sniffs a gun specifically. Oh, really? Okay, okay. You drink when Perry holds a woman's elbow because he's always sort of well, gently. We've actually expanded. Anytime Perry touches a woman. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. And like a, a gesture of support or... Uh, yeah, yeah he'll, he'll like hold an elbow, pat his shoulder, touch an arm. Sometimes he'll hug on occasion. Yeah. He'll give him a little hug. A little or he'll squeeze. like lend his broad chest to be cried and Cried upon, upon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes Or when a woman flings herself on Perry. That is when you drink twice. Okay, okay. The next rule is somebody checks a car's registration. Right. Which... Happens? Actually, for people, it happens pretty frequently, and for people my age, um, and mine too, they didn't. I don't remember it. Yeah, who uh, may or may not watch old films, um, cars, which more than often than not in this show are convertibles, uh, yeah. tend, <laughs> tend to have um, like underneath it, on the side by the driver's seat or underneath the uh, visor visor. A, just a card that says who the car is registered to, and it gives a bunch of information. Well, this might be a California thing, because they didn't have that in Ohio. I don't oh. remember that in the car when I was a kid, and I was a kid at the- a little, just a little bit after this period. And so I think it might, it might have been that in California you had to have your registration. Or maybe they were just all really responsible people, <laughs> unlike myself, who just would stuff it in the side pocket of the car. Right. <laughs> So there's a lot of uh, check-in cars registrations to find out who's parked outside whose apartment and things. Yeah, right. So you drink. Now we get to maybe the most fun rule as we transition into the court half of the episode because they always go to court near the two-thirds mark or the half mark um, to figure out the case. And so... Over the course of watching this show, you see it first in the title sequence. Oh, well, well, maybe we should save song. that one for last. Should we? That, yeah, I think so. Because oh. there are other court ones. Okay. I mean, I think. Okay, we'll save them this for last. Um, but there are other courtroom rules, which are you drink when a lawyer claims a question is immaterial, incompetent, and irrelevant, or any of those three. Yes. The three eyes. Yeah, the three eyes. The three eye rule. <laughs> um, you drink when... Hamilton Berger whines about something, like, that Perry's doing. Like, Your Honor, Mr. Mason's up to his old tricks again. Yeah, it's not any, not complaining about anything he's doing, but claiming explicitly or implicitly that Perry is committing some sort of malfeasance, some sort of fraud upon the court. Um, you drink when a motion is ruled against Perry, which happens 
less or, frequently. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it does happen. Yeah. And that is either, what we mean by that is either uh, Hamilton or the opposing attorney makes a motion against Perry and it's sustained or Perry objects and he's overruled. Right. So those are the two ways that the judge rules against Perry. You drink when someone breaks down dramatically on the stand or in court, starts sobbing, I did it, it was me. Yes, exactly. When Perry breaks someone down. <laughs> and depending on how good of a breakdown it is, you may... You might drink twice, depending. We've seen a few where someone went screaming around the courtroom, flailing their arms, had to be restrained. <laughs> That's a two-drinker. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> if Perry loses a case, you have to finish the entire bottle. Right. <laughs> Which maybe happens once in the entire series. Exactly. It hasn't happened yet. No. It's, <laughs> it's near the end. It's in one of the last seasons. Whenever the judge calls for a, a lunch recess or an end-of-the-day recess, you, have, you, you ring a bell and take a drink. Also, you take a drink whenever there is a woman judge. Additional rules. We're moving back out of the courtroom now. You finish your drink for any change in Perry's office decor. Oh, yeah, that's I'm right. I'm pretty sure we've talked about how heinous his taste in art oh, is. Oh, my God, it's hideous. Oh, <laughs> and, we, and we're in season four. I mean, we're kind of giving it away, but that's all right. Uh, in season four, we have not yet seen any change in the decor. Yeah. So we're waiting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, bi- that's a big <sighs> They're one. They're bad. They're like modern art with giraffes and butterflies. Ugh, and there's, a big, there's this big gigantic head yeah. with this guy who looks like, you know, who has, looks like it's like from the... 1800s or something Ugh. some bust of some, probably some lawyer and it's it's huge it's 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 half perry's size practically it's heinous oh it's so ugly I be would, sure to look in the background oh, and look at the art on the walls i would love to know who designed the mise en place for that office oh. who was just making those choices who went to their aunt's like garage and <laughs> dug through it and stuck some shit up on the walls went to goodwill yeah whatever <laughs> finish your drink if any of the dates that are mentioned fall on your birthday which uh, happened to Zoe. It happened to me once before the drinking game was established. Yeah. So it's never happened to me. Rewatch. Or you take a drink whenever any of the characters has your same first name. Which just happened the last episode we watched. One of the characters is named Rita. It's never going to. Ha- I don't think there's ever going to be a mm-hmm. Zoe. But like a David, there's probably gonna, David's probably going to have a drink every show practically. <laughs> right. <laughs> or John or whatever. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Here's pretty much the last rule. I think take a bet. On who you think the murderer is by about the 35-minute mark, maybe right. just at the very beginning of the court session, really when it's still very much up in the air, and whoever's right finishes their drink. Yeah, and if, and and you don't—everyone can can pick the same person. I mean, it's not like— You have to pick different, yeah. Different people, yeah, because that wouldn't be fair. But and then, and then you the, can't just pick the person my mom picks because she's usually right. <laughs> <laughs> you have to actually think that. You have to think for yourself. <laughs> now, there are there are actually two other things that we need to bring up. And this the most precious rule, that's my favorite rule, is that there is a certain person, a certain extra, who's in almost every show. Well, she's in every uh, courtroom scene that takes place in Los Angeles. Because there are some where Perry goes away to other cities or out in the country or whatever, and she's not in them. And we'll put a picture of her if yeah. we can. The best view you'll get of her is actually in the first three seasons during the opening credits. Yes. When Perry receives an envelope from the judge while the credits are going and hands it to... Hamilton Berger. Hamilton Berger. And right behind him... Between Hamilton Berger and Lieutenant Tragg. Right. There is Peach's Boom Boom Burger. <laughs> 
Now, now, Peach's Boom Boom Burgers actually it, Hamilton Burgers' mother, and she was a uh, a pole dancer, well, a stripper, fan dancer in the old days. They didn't actually didn't do the pole dancing. She was a fan dancer back in her youth in order to finance Hamilton's career, which is why she is in the courtroom in every Los Angeles episode. But you have to look for her really hard because what they did is they would switch people around so they didn't always look the same. And sometimes all you can see is her ear way back behind somebody's head. Somehow it's always distinctive, though. Oh, um, it's a peaches, I mean. Yeah, she has this just kind of this, this these bright, dark, like... Little eyes. eyes and she and wears little pearls, and she usually she always wears a hat. She has a very distinctive way of moving her head, which is also how we spot her a lot, because she's small, and so she is often, like, kind of craning, trying to see what's her going head, on at exactly, the front of the room. Around. And she, but, she, but she maintains that Madonna, or that, I should say, the Mona Lisa-like en- enigmatic expression on her face so there's never you can never really tell what she's thinking yeah is she smiling is she grave can't tell exactly i mean it's just wonderful and so that's the best way you can see her but you can always drop a, a note in the show notes if you want us to email you a picture of her but when you see her you get to drink and i'm the best peaches spotter i it's have to true. say <laughs> i can tell it's just her ear sticking out oh, <laughs> and there were a couple of episodes where she disappeared, and we were frightened. Thank goodness. That, so that was just this last couple of weeks. There was a series terrible. of maybe four episodes where we could not find her in the courtroom. She may have been in the hospital because she is an elderly lady. Exactly. We were, we were very afraid. We were worried for her. And that's why we're recording this now is because we're still giddy that we yeah, found her again in the courtroom looking <laughs> as good as ever. Oh, I know better. Thank God. If, if not. <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, is right now Hamilton Burger, we're in the... the the phase. If you listen to our first episode where uh, Hamilton Berger is missing from the show for an extended period and just short recap, the actor, William, William Tallman, he was at a party where they were smoking pot and there was all kinds of stuff going on. And an he, Yeah, kind of an orgy. And he may have been at the party, may not have been at the party. I'm not even sure. But anyway, he was arrested and uh, the uh, company, uh, the network, canceled his contract uh, because of the morals clause that was in his contract. And he was found to be not guilty. They didn't prosecute him or if they didn't, they didn't actually have a trial, so I shouldn't say not guilty. But they didn't find any basis to prosecute him. Seems like he was innocent. And uh, so he does end up coming back on the show after this period of time because there was a big letter writing campaign and people wanted him to be back on. And I will say this for the producer of the show, Gail Patrick Jackson, uh, she went to bat for him. She worked really hard to get him back on the show. But this relates to Peach's Boom Boom Burger in that even while he's absent, she's still in that courtroom watching those. um, And what we realized is that, in fact, she has a great interest in Perry as well because uh, she did have an affair with Perry's father in their younger days. So she's she's there. I mean, I mean, they were both single. There was nothing wrong with it, but it is kind of kind of kept under the under the radar. Absolutely. And Perry, Perry and, and Hamilton are not even aware of this. They have connection. no idea. They have yeah. no idea that they were destined to clash in the courtrooms of Los Angeles from inception in a sort of Shakespearean, Shakespearean sense. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's it's like a Greek it's like a Greek tragedy yes. going on here. <laughs> so anyway, every every time when you see her, now you can vary this rule. Usually we'll drink the first time we see her. It depends on how much drinking you've done through the, the right. whole series. But, or you can drink every time she shows up on screen. And sometimes it's a lot. It's a free-for-all. Now, there actually, there's another rule we forgot. It's anytime you see an actor, a familiar 
actor. And what we mean is when you start watching that's Perry, a big one. that's a big yeah. one. That's where you really get your drinking early on. Right. Because we, we were finding it's like no drinking for 20 minutes and 25 minutes. And then you're drinking a lot during the, the courtroom, court, yeah. courtroom scene. So when you start watching Perry, you'll, you'll start seeing the same people. Over and over and over. The secondary characters will be like, oh, yeah, she was a wife before. Yeah. Oh, yes, he was a protagonist, another one. Oh, this guy usually plays the murderer. Yeah, exactly. So when you see those, in, each time you see somebody like that, then you can take a drink. And so that'll bulk up the drinking in the beginning of the of the show. We created a good balance, I think. I think so. And the, then the last one is is that there is sort of going to be, eventually, sort of a Perry Meister. The person who really knows per- the Perry oeuvre, has an oversight. And that person gets to be sort of the master of ceremonies. Arbiter. Yeah. Arbiter and say, even if it isn't in the rules, of go, that was so good. You got a drink. You got to take a drink. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a f- clearly, that's my mom, Rita. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. And so she's sitting there lording over us minor <laughs> Perry watchers saying... Drink! <laughs> yeah, there was. Well, I only did it once, I think. There was a donkey, or, or twice. I think. Yeah, there was a donkey, and I have a dream about owning a donkey named Brangles. You know, it was probably like maybe a, a relative, a potential relative or something of, of Brangles. Brangles. I saw Brangles come on. I said, okay, got to have a drink on that <laughs> one. And I think there was another one. It was like a really, something really good. The, sometimes when Perry makes an especially good burn, you know, yeah, like yeah. a one-liner, with, yeah. looking without her contempt, and then like leaves the room, you know, that's definitely that was it. That was right. Drinking. That's right. <laughs> It was a. It was a very. It was yeah. a sick burn, yeah. as we like to say. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you decide there's a sick burn or something and want to take a drink, feel free. <laughs> so that is our Perry Mason game, right? Yep. And um, you can use any kind of beverage, obviously. And we've um, we've done everything from you know a Campari soda to. A non-alcoholic beverage to, to just soju, straight, straight soju. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Carl and I had so a grand funny. night. <laughs> we finished an entire <laughs> bottle of soju. Mom was being pretty liberal with the, uh, the, the drink, calls, the, uh, the drink calls. Yeah, well, and and this was before we made up the rules. Yeah, and Carl was so wasted. I think he was taking bigger drink. Bigger. Yeah, he was oh, doing he more was. than a sip. I think. Yeah, and it, it was hitting him hard. <laughs> But you finished, between the two of you, you finished a whole bottle of yeah, soju. Yeah, a large bottle of soju. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was the Brangles episode, as a matter of fact. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, the prospector with oh, his yeah, donkey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's Oh, God, that's right. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Also, maybe we should, we'll think about it. And maybe at some point we should hold a sweepstakes or a contest for our regular listeners, and someone can win the prize of coming to watch an episode of Paradise oh, totally and a game with us. Totally, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to think about that, and we'll announce it when it happens. We'll, we'll think about that. Yeah. So on our way, on our uh, as for our exit, I think it's a. Perry Mason, Perry Mason, Della Street, Della Street. Paul Drake, Paul Drake, Lieutenant Trag, Lieutenant Trag, and I think you could just kind of. I wanna restore the fear to take my mind off these tears. I wanna restore.